0: Serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy
1: Thursday. A two of the program is brought to you by Parker and Sons, blowing electrical two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. So here's a question for you.
2: Yeah, you an answer. You got uh, your son Jack is twelve. Yes. All right. Jack comes home. He goes, Dad. I got. Uh, I got spanked at school. Um, right Shot? on the bottom. Right on the bottom.
1: Uh, it, Was she hot?
2: <laughs> what are you, three years old for crying out loud? <laughs> like, I, don't they have to call? I don't know. So listen to this. First of all. They used to have to call my mom. In Missouri, there's a school district. It is reviving the paddling. They're going to do that t- to discipline students. Okay, okay, so this hasn't been done in wh- what I'm seeing in Missouri at least for over two decades, and so they're going to start doing this again. So they've got you know students in the school district and this particular one, a couple thousand kids, uh, and families were notified that, hey, the school board, we've adopted this, uh, and we're going to have a use of physical force as a method of correcting student behavior. Uh, Arizona, by the way. Is one of roughly a dozen states that still allows corporal punishment. Now it doesn't happen here, yeah. but it is still on, on the, the books. books. Okay. So you have to. Uh, so back to my question: Twelve-year-old Jack yeah. comes home. What do you, what do you say? Well, well how do all, you feel?
1: You have to. You have to call. The, if they don't let me know, I'm going to be beyond pissed. Okay. Uh, and then but they you call know up, going in.
2: That your son now goes to a school where he could get a paddle.
1: Yeah, but usually you have to give the, uh, the parents still have to give the okay. Because that's the way it was with my, you know, eventually they were just like, my mom's like, you don't have to call us every day. <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and do it. Wise man. Yeah, so this school district that's doing this in Missouri, it is an opt-in program. Yeah, okay. So if you don't want this to happen to your kid, you just do nothing. Mm. You don't opt in and it'll never happen. See, it's yeah. like one of those things where you go, all right, what's the alternative? All right, well they could they could suspend you or you'd have to do like 3 weeks detention. Then the tough people are like just just hit me, I don't care. Okay,
2: what kind I- of a kid would you have to have? Where you are adopting in, I can't imagine any parent saying, "Yes, it's fine,
1: Dude, really a, like a, if you asked my mom what kind of kid it, it would be 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 you be me,, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was also not the best student, didn't pay attention, I don't know what you were doing Dude, i I don't know what you think that like I was not the best student, I wasn't paying attention, I was like, I got kicked out of districts. You got kicked out of district. I ran a Ponzi. Well, not a Ponzi scheme. It was a very good oh, scheme, actually. It was fantastic. Yeah, someone should have spanked you. It wasn't a Ponzi scheme. I actually did do some stuff. You were a degenerate. Ethiopia, oh, Ethiopia. It was pretty nice, You were a degenerate. But, no, there I got in trouble, like, at the at Bethany Baptist. I remember you guys. You, I know who you guys are. Uh, <laughs> they did not like me, and I got paddled a few times. How did that feel? Did they do it in front of the class? No, 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 no. no. They, they don't It's do not bare that. skin. That's no, horrendous. No, 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 Okay. No. No. And right. you can't have, and by the way, you don't get a designated hitter either. Right. They can't go, go, go get so and so's 6'8 and bring him in here. Right, right. It's the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember it hurting? No,
2: it didn't hurt. So it wasn't that they were trying to hurt you. It was because this is, you will strike a student on the buttocks with a wooden panel. That is what's going to happen yeah. in Missouri. And, and so I didn't know that this happened. To you. It's interesting. So do you think the teacher was trying to, um, was not trying to hurt you
1: because I think they were trying to do enough where it gave you uh, embarrassing, a little bit of, you got to bend over, right? A little bit of a, uh, like, like a sting to make you re- kind of remember it. Uh-huh. But not so much as to leave a, like, you know, something where if you go home, because my mom was fine with it, but if I went home and I had, like, something really bad, you're my bruised. dad on the other side, yeah. he'd be down there in five minutes racing holy hell. How old were you? Oh, I was uh, 13. So you're 13 and you got paddled. Yeah. Okay. I also got hit a lot, too, with a ruler. Man, Mrs. Poyser, she hit me with a ruler all the time. Gosh, Mrs. Poyser was the worst. She was the worst. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, my. She was so bad. She was, she was a, she, I used to say, she was a, she was a, like a, like a, you know, I almost Shii, don't want him to say a Shiite almost... Christian, right? Like just, you know, Allah Akbar, except, you know, everything is, you're going to hell because it, it's a Baptist school.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, if you're just joining us, uh, Chad was beaten in school, uh, Missouri <laughs> school district. I deserved
1: uh, everything I got. I got no problems with it. Are you a right? Shiite Christian. well you, I'm like you know, like you know, the ones who are so fundamentally like you know, like. S- Maybe, you know.
0: Conflating religions there, but okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: like, you know, I, you get what I'm saying here,
0: Peter. I, I get it. I get, I get the settle
1: you. Settle down there, guy who works with religi- religious people all the time now. that you are better than us. <laughs> no, over less there. than. But uh, I deserved everything I got. And I made... You didn't deserve to get paddled. Oh, I did. I probably did. No, oh, yeah. not yeah. I was not good to
2: that school. Yeah, but there are parents out. There are parents listening right now. No one touches my kid. No,
1: nobody would nobody touch my, my kids. Nobody my Nobody kid. would touch my kids. You know, it's funny. We're talking about this. Yesterday, I'm watching... Uh, I don't know if I told you... Do my stuff, and I'm watching the Waltons. No, not the Waltons. Little House in the Prairie. I love Little and, House. And uh, Mrs. Half Beetle half pint. Yeah, they were get they got rid of Mrs. Beetle because oh. the boys, the big boys, were coming back in from uh, from plowing the fields, and they brought a guy in, and he was hitting everybody. And the big boys came in one day, you know, like they're only like thirteen or fourteen, and he hits one of the boys, and the boys looks at him and starts laughing. This is the kid who's been outside plowing for twelve hours a day for the last six months. <laughs> He's all, "You hit like a girl." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I really do love Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that's a great show.
1: I'd, I just, I What's, don't think what? you get kids, though. And religious schools do it a lot more. I mean, how many times have we talked about Catholic schools on the old days? The, the walking around with the ruler and the hitting, you know, and slapping your hands and your knuckles.
2: I just got to tell you, I didn't go to a Catholic school. But if I did, I can tell you uh, that would never have happened. I would have just, I would have walked out. Because okay. I was that type of kid. I just didn't, if you told me to do something, I didn't want to do it, no matter how much sense it made. I just, didn't want, I just wanted to disagree with you. Well, that's
1: also part of my promise. I was always there.
2: That's so cool. a Missouri school district is reviving paddling uh, to discipline students. you got to opt in. I guess some parents are opting in. Uh, some parents are like, you know what? Uh, our kid doesn't listen. Our kid isn't studying. Uh, our kid is screwing around in class. You know what? Go ahead. But uh, in this day and age, oh, man. yeah, I can't imagine one parent saying, yeah, go ahead and do it. If we took five calls, maybe we should do this on yeah, five maybe. spots today. Would you do that? Would you opt in? So so why don't we do that? So in an hour, let's let's write that down. So in an hour, let's have parents call in who have kids that have some disciplinary issues. Okay? And if Arizona were to turn to this, would you actually sign the petition that says, I opt in? I don't know if we get one that say, yeah, go ahead and hit my kid.
1: So maybe we'll do again, that again. A rap on the knuckles is not, you know, is not the same thing as paddling. Paddling, getting hit did. on the rear end, yeah,
2: that is embarrassing. All right, uh, but that's happening in Missouri. Coming up next, uh, this is an interesting, interesting story. He was mistaken. He was mistaken for an Uber driver, but still, <laughs> but still, drove them to their destination. Can Good you job. imagine that? Yeah, you won't believe where they went. I hope he got five stars. We're going to talk about it next in the Gatos to Chad show. The Gato's Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by
1: your Valley Toyota dealers.
2: All right, go over to KTAR.com, the right side of the page. My beautiful face is right there. And uh, you can uh, take the Gato's Big Q Poll Question. Here's what I got today. Governor Ducey said the border wall gaps in Yuma have all been filled in with shipping containers. So we're asking you, uh, what do you think? Uh, a, hey, this is a great idea. Yuma is safer. Or B, it's a stunt and a stupid idea. Uh, the number one vote. This is a this is great. Makes Yuma safer. Fifty nine percent. Fifty nine percent. So we had the mayor of Yuma on yesterday. He says they're safer. Uh, Ducey says they're safer. And then late last night we saw a kid climb the wall. <laughs> Got right
1: over. <laughs> well,
2: well, I mean. You know, it's, pro- it's probably better than nothing. It's probably better than nothing.
1: It's, look, uh, what's it going to do? A vast majority of people that are coming over, because remember, remember, we're told it's mostly, you know, intact families with young children and women and children. And then you find out there's a lot of I see a lot of men. But if that's true, they're not climbing that. They're going to go to a, an area, and which is what they want to do anyways, mm. to find the border patrol agents. All
2: right, take the uh, Gatos uh, Big Q poll question of the day, brought to you by your Valley Toyota Dealers at KTAR.com. Hey, did you see the story at a Chandler? You had a group of women. Uh, I think this was last week, and they went out to dinner. So they go to a restaurant, okay. Chandler Mall, and one of uh, one of the women fainted. And they're like, we don't know what's wrong. Maybe it's heat stroke or or something like that. Um, So one of the women made a request, took her phone, made a request for an Uber. Right? So it's a request for a driver on the rideshare app. And so they're like, we you've got to take our friend to the hospital. Let's call an Uber. Okay. So the women saw a red Toyota pull up. And, you know, on the app, the Uber app, you can see exactly, you know, they're looking. They tell you what the car looks yeah, like. They're looking for a red Toyota. So a red Toyota pulls up. They go right over and they're like, hey, we, 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 can we put her in the front seat? Can we put her in the front seat? And The, 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 the driver's got his eyes wide open. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? And we got to go to the hospital as quickly as possible. So they all get in the car. And he's like, I don't know where to go. Where am I supposed to go? And she, the, the women are like, just go to the hospital. Go to a hospital. We're in a hurry. We don't know what's going on here. So finally, he's, he, you know, he pulls out. The, you know, he's got the women in the car. Uh, and he, he drives him to the hospital. Problem was, he wasn't the Uber driver. Was not the Uber <laughs> he was, driver. He was not the Uber driver. He, he was just the guy. He was just pulling up to the restaurant in a similar car. He had a red Toyota. They were waiting for a red Toyota. So what do you do in that spot? You, you're you not an Uber driver. You're pulling up to the mall, and then women are trying to get in your how car. How old are they? Uh, let's see. He was in his early 20s. I don't know how old they were.
1: Because if they're older... Maybe it's not as wacky. How you know? old do we talk? Because if they're in their twenties, though, you thinking, man, am I going to get? Am I getting carjacked here? Is this the new thing where they're they're going to point a gun, tell me to drive That's somewhere? Scary. You're yeah, right. And they got a couple guys waiting for me. If it was men that got into the car
2: instead of women, oh, would this have way. gone down way different. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't let them in. I wouldn't let the women in either. I don't you know would not No, I don't know what you're uh, what you're doing. But mm-hmm. here's the other thing: what if? He just decided, Okay, I'm going to take him to the hospital. There's a woman that's sick. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like what? Like that could happen to any one of us. You take the Uber part out of it, which makes it. I don't want to say funny, but it's kind of funny because the
1: whole thing is they were looking for a car that just happened to be the car that showed up. But if you were to
2: pull out of a parking lot and you're getting stopped by three people and you see one is in distress, I got to tell you, how many of us would open our door? Because you're right. Are we getting duped? Are we getting carjacked? Yeah. It's, like that, uh, it's like that old story of, of someone is, you're driving, and you know this, someone's, you're driving on a road, and you see someone lying down in the middle of the street, and obviously you stop your car, and you get out of your car. Well, someone comes out and carjacks you. Yeah. And they're in on it with the person laying down, yeah. in the and that's of the, road. the
1: fear in this day and age, especially with all the way that crime is wacky. You're thinking, so that's why if they're older, right? If they're if they're in their sixties, then you're you know, being, you know if it's your mom, kind of like they, yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm fine with this, right? If they're in their twenties, you may take a step back, you and like you said. If they're guys, you're not doing it. You're probably not going to do it.
2: Oh my gosh, that is a crazy story. But this guy, not an Uber driver, he still drove him to the hospital. Yeah, that's great.
1: Crazy, does she but, live.
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm sure. I had the vapors. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it here. Uh, I don't think we found out, but they're trying to track this guy down to thank him. Yeah. So I'm guessing everything is okay, uh, but uh, they haven't been able to do so. Well, <laughs> you know, I. It's, it's it's a crazy story out of Chandler. Uh. Coming up next. Coming up next. Uh, Becky Lynn's out today. So Peter Seymour is in. He's going to uh, he's going to uh, read the news. And we're going to interrupt him. We like to call it holding up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station.
1: KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your
2: breaking news and traffic. Now. Oh, it's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. In for Becky Lynn, here's Peter
0: Samar. KTAR eyes on the economy. A colossally bad idea is how Valley economist Elliot Pollack describes the president's plan to forgive student loan debt.
2: Pollack told KTAR's ghettos and Chad show it subsidizes some people with pretty big incomes. It sends a bad message. And college tuition, he says, will go up.
1: If colleges believe that down the road more people are going to borrow because those people believe they won't ultimately have to pay it back. It is a direct subsidy of universities
2: the government says the price tag will be around $325 billion. Pollock says it's likely to cost closer to $900 billion. And he says that will only add to the inflation problem now at a 40-year high. Jim Cross, KTAR News.
1: Holding up the headlines.
2: Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Uh, This is a hot issue. A lot of people talking about it, trying to figure out if it's a good thing or a bad thing. We brought Elliot Pollock on. He's an economist. He doesn't think it's a good thing. He thinks it's going to cause more inflation, higher inflation. Um, But, you know, the other side of it is there are a lot of people that uh, are liking this idea, obviously, because if I took 20 grand off your bill for something, you're you're not going to complain.
1: Oh, I listened to, uh, uh, oh, guys, it's me, Liz. Ah, Ch- oh, it's me, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, uh, th- two out of three people really like getting free stuff, and the other person has to pay for it. They don't like it. Yeah. I don't know too many people who like, you know, what I feel really bad for mm. the person who just paid theirs thing off. Right. Because if you didn't pay it off because you didn't take one, well, you never had one, and it sucks the taxes are coming out. But if you paid one off, now you got to pay some more off. Ugh.
0: you got to work on that Elizabeth Warren, buddy.
1: Hi, guys.
0: All right, we're holding up the headlines. So there will be different impacts on different Americans with this plan. KTR's Luke Forster is live in the news center with that part of the story. Well, Peter, the need for and negative impact of student loans can depend on your background, says ASU professor Rafael Sharon chenier
1: There's a very large racial disparities in family wealth that has meant historically it's been harder for black families in particular to pay for higher education without student loans.
0: Because of this, he stresses black students take on more debt than other groups with statistically more family wealth. He also calls this cancellation a good start, but would like to see the high cost of college addressed next. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News.
2: Yeah, should we should we be doing that? Let's address the high cost of college. Yeah. I mean,
1: let's which was not addressing any of this by the
2: no, way. No, we should try and fix the problem. And I don't think they're worried about fixing the problem. I think they like handing money out. And you know, this is also political with Joe Biden. You know it is. Uh, you know, he's going to say, "Listen, you don't have to pay your loan off uh, st- even even over the next few months. We'll wait until after." Yeah after the midterm. So, yeah, some of this is very political.
1: Yeah, I don't... And I don't even know if it's all legal, too. That's the other side of it that people brought up, because uh, there's a chance that some of this may not be legal. Nancy Pelosi said, this isn't legal. So, you just can't... You have to usually go through Congress for stuff like this. So... But it doesn't matter, because politically, mm. he made the effort. And even if it falls, he can go, well, it was that horrible right-wing uh, judges that that shot your free
0: free stuff down. Holding up the headlines. So... How are those most impacted to this reacting to the plan to cancel some student loan debt?
1: It is going to help me just to not not have the pressure of thinking, how am I going to pay that back to having just
0: that little bit of extra income. Tanya Blakely of Phoenix hopes she'll get $20,000 in relief, which will help knock out most of her student loan debt. Meanwhile, Abe Sellards of Gilbert has mixed feelings. We took out the loans. It was what we did. And unfortunately, that that should be on us and not the other taxpayers. Yet Sellards says he'll likely get $10,000 in student loan relief.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's again, it's very popular amongst People who are getting it not very popular. Most people have to pay it back, and have paid it back already, or never took any out. So, and it's not free money. No,
2: no, because taxpayers are paying for this stuff. Yeah. So it's not just found money. It's not free money. Uh, and we had a call yesterday on on uh, on five spot. One guy had all this college debt, and he goes, "You know what? Part of me feels." Like, yeah, I got a little bit of a help today because 20 grand is going to be knocked off of it, but I feel bad that other people are paying for it.
1: Absolutely. You know, but most people, uh, they're pretty excited about getting their free stuff. Guess what? You know what else is popular? Free cars. I want a free car. Yeah. Oprah. Oh, she totally gives out free cars.
2: Oh, but they had to pay taxes on it, so yeah. it wasn't that good. Then
0: everybody had to sell their cars to pay the tax money. <laughs> Holding up the headline. Speaking of cars, in mm-hmm. 13 years, all cars sold in California must be powered by electricity or hydrogen.
1: Two years after Governor Gavin Newsom signed an
2: executive order for California to outlaw the sale of new gas-powered cars by 2035, the state's Air Resources Board voting to officially put the rule on the books. Newsom now telling ABC News. This is a big, game-changing decision that's going to move
1: markets nationally and internationally.
2: But members of California's low-income and farming communities say electric vehicles are either too expensive or not conducive to the work they do.
1: Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. And I... Uh... California's doing what California does. And how does that have an effect? Well, California's, you know, think of, remember, remember they say, well, you know, uh, in Europe, they're fashion, they're forward, they're like six months or a year ahead. California's kind of like that for a lot of places. And if they start borrowing, buying all the electric cars and they get the most, well, if you want an electric car here, they'll put a crimp on you. The good news is, Most of those people are going to come over here and buy cars here. In Arizona. And take them back.
2: A gas guzzler. Yeah.
1: And good. You know what? Get rid of all those cars there because you know what that's going to do for gas? Hmm. It's going to drive the prices down for us
0: driving around, polluting the airs. Like it. We're holding up the headlines. In June, the Phoenix Fire Department began using drones. Captain Todd Keller considers them lifesavers.
1: We're able to get views from elevated positions on commercial fires. We're able to fly within our parameters on mountain rescues and locate patients.
0: Keller explains the drone's thermal capabilities allow firefighters to even see hot spots within structure fires. The department will typically deploy one drone for every fire or mountain rescue, and Keller hopes their use will be expanded eventually to water rescues and brushland surveys. That's brilliant uh, technology.
1: Uh, my, Here's my question. Yeah? Why didn't you use this eight years ago? It was available. 10 years ago. Uh, drones?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Were,
1: they weren't using it at all? No. They started using it, as we said. I, I think mean, it's going to make
2: firefighters safer uh, and it'll probably make their job a little bit easier because they know what they're walking in on. A lot of it like easier. If you're heading up to, if you're heading up a mountain to, you know, how many people do we have to save? What situation are they in?
0: There may have been some aerial red tape, too. I mean, you've got to get training and, you know, yeah. learn how to fly drones and work with the FAA. There's all sorts of flight patterns. It's not hard. There. It's really not hard. No, we did it. You've got to get through it. It's, yeah, but it's literally a day Paperwork and some stuff. It's it, they've
1: and they're probably going straight to the front of the line. Being the fact that they're you know first responders, you would think that would have been something you would have done a while ago. And that's what we like to call
2: holding up the headlines, right? Peter's in for Becky Lynn. He's been reading the news. And uh, the two of us, what do we do but interrupt and react to the news? Interrupt. All right. Coming up, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. 4 p.m., right? We're going to talk about the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. And we're looking at two Republican candidates, Blake Masters and Abe uh, Froman. <laughs> Sausage uh, Are they pulling a 180? They are certainly not as far right as they were Mm. during the primary. Smells
1: like uh, a couple things I've seen across the country that we're seeing from some people on
2: both sides. Is this a good thing? We're going to talk about it. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
1: Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That's what we heard. Come on. What do we hear? We're seriously entertaining. Oh. Come on!
2: Midterm Mayhem 405. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. We've got a couple of Arizona Republican candidates that are trying to come to the middle. Yeah. Is that good? Should we not buy it? We're going to discuss it. How are they coming to the middle? Or was this a plan all along? Yeah, we'll discuss it at 405, midterm mayhem. Uh, a couple things on the border. Let's discuss. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So uh, Carrie Lake says that if she wins uh, and beats uh, Katie Hobbs, that she will announce, uh, I guess, declare an invasion at the border on day one. Okay. Okay. I I don't like that word. I don't think that's the word that we should use. Uh, If you look at the... I think
1: technically... To do some of the things that you want to do, right? Like, it's it's like when they go, monkeypox is now, uh, it's now something, it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. You unlock monies or something that you can, you know, oh, okay, now that we do this, we can do this program, but we couldn't unless we declare it. And I think unless you declare it an invasion, mm-hmm. there's some things you just can't do. But it's not an invasion. It, it, and
2: don't get me wrong, it's a mess. And the president, it's his fault. But... You know, if you look at the de- definition of an invasion, uh, it's an instance of invading a country or region with an armed force.
1: Yeah, it's not
2: happening. No, but to unlock
1: some of the stuff, okay. that's probably it's 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 semantics. It's, it's a bunch of baloney. Okay. I think we all know that that we have to go through that whole process of pretend to try to get some of the stuff done that we want done. But, I mean, this is, you know, we just put up giant cargo (laughs) containers to fix, kind of, our broken, you know, not finished wall. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But here's the thing, though. Most of the people coming over are claiming asylum, and that is legal here. Yes. You you know, if you're going to follow what the laws are, you got to follow the laws that maybe you don't love very much. I mean, I, I don't know what to do with that. Way too many people are coming here. Joe Biden, you said it many, many, many months ago. Guy opened the door for everybody. He did. He invited everybody in. And and what has he done to stop anybody? Not Nothing. A right. Thing. And that's exactly what his plan always was. Yeah. Okay. So that's awful. It's ridiculous. It's but reality. We're not being invaded though. That's I guess I'm just looking yeah, at the, We're not the, being the, invaded the, by a bunch of, you know,
1: a bunch of, you know, military, you know, what we we would think of an invasion what took place in Russia is not in happening Ukraine here. is an invasion. Right.
2: That's what I think of a, of an invasion. Yeah. So it's the wording that I don't like, but maybe you're also right. You have to use that wording if you're going to open up funds. Yeah. But we're not getting invaded. No. What's happening is people are coming here and they're claiming asylum. And guess what? That's legal. You don't have to like it. And,
1: and it's stupid because we have a system in place that allows people to play our system against us. And that is not a good thing either. And right. neither side has done anything to change it in umpteen years. Should we
2: change that law? We have, Well, See? Number,
1: the Remain in Mexico policy was, was that.
2: That was a good one.
1: Yeah. But, you know, no, they, no. they're never going to allow that.
2: All right. So that's part of it. All right. So Carrie Lake wants to say it's an invasion. All right. right. Um, But I guess in doing so and saying that, what are you getting? What are you like? She's going to declare an invasion. All right. What do we get? What is? What is? What changes? See, she never wants to tell that part of the plan. Well, I mean, all she wants to do is talk tough and say, hey, this is an invasion, and I'm going to do it on day one. Well, that sounds great. But what does it change? What are you going to? does it change at the border when you now declare an invasion? Well, what changes? Here's
1: the thing. I think you can deploy at that point the National Guard Which to Which we've done out. a million
2: times yeah, before.
1: But, but I, it goes back to it's all semantics. What else can she do? Can she access something that we don't know right, about but then yet?
2: Declaring it an invasion is... A waste of time, because nothing will change. You could send the National Guard down there whenever you want. No, nothing is going to change. Okay, well, that's because my that question. that has to
1: change in Washington, but it doesn't matter that you can't be frustrated and try something. But we you said up-
2: if it's a state emergency and you say it's an invasion, you can then open you up open
1: up, up funds. But, so what are we getting? Well, I don't know what the funds are, but that's just it, because I don't know what's available to her during You, you know, you know what
2: that know. It it's tough talk, and that's all it is. It's all it is.
1: Not- Did he? Uh, we never. Uh, Ducey hasn't declared an invasion, has he? Because he's threatened on a few occasions. I think several mm-hmm. of them
2: have. No, no. He sent the National Guard down there on several. Occasions. Yeah.
1: But, you know, again, what exactly does this? If he if he does declare, does that mean the National Guard's allowed to to do more things than just transport
2: or fix a fence or
1: fix a fence or, maybe or do, do some paper paperwork? Right. Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
2: All right. And I don't know how you're going to prove it's an invasion. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister.
1: What if Ducey fills all the gaps in the border wall? Which he as, did. Which is kind of his project over the last couple of weeks with right. the shipping containers. And then Carrie Lake becomes governor and she wants to declare an invasion. And you've got the mayor of Yuma and Nogales and Douglas. And they're all like, well, we kind of just not fixed the problem entirely, but our numbers are low. What if all the numbers are a lot lower in well, the fall? I think if
2: if the story changes... She'll still do an invasion. She'll still say it's an invasion because that's what she's going to do.
1: Yeah, it's B- Because
2: that's who she is. She's going to want to, she wants the chaos. She wants the craziness. Um, I don't think if you say it's an invasion, if you're a governor, it doesn't change very much. Uh, it really doesn't. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, there was a Texas congressman uh, who went to Central America, met with leaders, and those leaders haven't heard from Washington D.C. in months. Shocker! That's how bad this administration yeah. is on the border.
1: Remember, remember, they sent her to the Triangle, the Northern Triangle. She was going to go fix stuff. Who? She was going to find the root of why all of these things were happening. Who? who? The czar of the border? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Kamala.
2: Oh gosh.
1: Yeah. I trust my pants with COVID more than I trust her oh, with this. Gosh. All
2: right. Midterm mayhem is up next. We've got two Republican leaders. Are they pulling a 180 on a lot of issues? Is that a good thing? It's all coming up on the Gatos and Chad show.